Hi friends, Jenna here and you're listening to Beautifully Bipolar. So today we are going to have a special guest, Lexi, my roommate. We're going to talk about living with people, living with people who have bipolar. Okay. Okay. So how long have we been living together? Well, I moved in at the beginning of August, so, so I'm August, not good at September, math. Three months. October. <laughs> so we're on our fourth month. Beginning of the fourth month. And how would you say things are going so far? Honestly, I think it's been a good arrangement. I think so, so too. Far. I really I think, think it's that been it's mutually fun. beneficial. I think so too. I think that it's gone better than I was expecting it to. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think that it's worked so well because you can handle my bipolar. Because I think that there are just times where I'm very elevated and you're here for it. And then there's times where I'm very low and then you're also here for it. <laughs> when I'm not working. When you're not working. Yes, yeah, so Lexi is a nurse. Registered she, nurse in the state of Illinois. And she's, she works the night shift. So sometimes we don't see each other for a couple days. And then I get sad. It's like I feel like. She my, says she misses me and it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I'm used to having like somebody here and somebody like, like a little kid that like has their best friend living with them. So Honestly, can... <laughs> that's kind of what it's felt like. <laughs> So it's kind of like, oh, when she's gone, I'm like, oh, man, she has to be an adult. She has to go work. Honestly, I feel like because our schedules are so radically different, we appreciate the time we have together more. I agree with that. It's almost like like a relationship, like a romantic relationship where it's platonic like, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like. You appreciate that time because you don't always get that time. Um, so when you first heard that I was bipolar, did did that like make you hesitant to move in with me? Um, so I don't want to get into too many details because it's not necessarily my story per se. Um, my younger sister, she does have mental health, behavioral health issues of her own. And so... I feel like that prepared me okay. for it. So I'm not saying that it was something bad to deal with, but I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. Right, right, because you, you kind of already had lived with it before. I could see that. I think um, something like that made me nervous to live with you because I was like, Oh my gosh, is she going to judge me? Is she going to be able to handle me? How is she going to handle my manic episodes? How is she going to handle my depression ep episodes? But you have been top-notch, A-plus, 100% great. So I, I feel like I'm super lucky, and especially because she moved in one month after I got broken up with. So I was not in a good spot. I was not in a good state of mind. I was very depressed. I was, I was worried that she would be like, oh my gosh, why am I living with this like depressed person? This is not fun at all. I, everyone gets like that after 
a breakup everyone goes through like this temporary stage of depression because you're going through the stages of grieving because you did lose that relationship and so it's okay to grieve it's okay to feel bad and feel sad and all of that and I just think that it was a good thing for me moving in kind of with those beliefs because it really lets you feel those feelings and work through that Mm -hmm. instead of necessarily like oh I don't know why you're not over him you're so awesome you're so amazing which all of those things are true but you needed that time and I wasn't going to judge you for taking it like some people in my life they were like you need to be over it you got to be done like move on I felt like I could really just be like okay like I would just like be sad when I needed to be sad and you were okay with it I was crazy and happy when I needed to be and you were okay with it which leads me to my next question how do you handle me being manic I've had what probably two I would say you had one major manic episode and then you would have a hypomanic episode Mm -hmm. here and there and are you asking like my coping mechanisms yeah like how did that yeah how'd you handle that So going back to, sorry, I'm backtracking. So going back to how you said that you were afraid that I would judge you or Mm -hmm. resent you for essentially like putting me through everything because I moved in. Um, I feel like I got through a lot of that with my younger sister, unfortunately. I love her to death and it was really hard because... I was there during the diagnosis stage, the pre-diagnosis stage, and then all of those ups and downs. And at the time, I didn't really know how to handle that at all. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I was pretty horrible to her looking back, and it's something that I regret. And when I was going through nursing school, nothing clicked until I started my mental health section of education. And then just having that professional standpoint and explanations for why she's behaving the way she is, what she feels or common feelings she's going through, and just really learning and diving in about all of that and the reasons behind it. Everything made so much more sense. And so then I really learned how to adjust my behavior to her needs. And I think that really helped her kind of cope with her feelings as well and so that kind of learning experience unfortunately it started off you know bad and I regret that but it has prepared me to take on another living situation with someone who do does have mental health and you know what that's okay and I feel I think that that was a really good answer (laughs) (laughs) so that's a long answer (laughs) Because I notice, like, when I'm manic and I'm, like, bouncing off the walls, you're really good at, A, being like, okay, we're going to calm calm it down now. We're going to relax. We're going to just watch a movie. We're going to just... We're going to study. We're going to put that energy to use. <laughs> or I kind of indulge and join in and kind of just create a little bit of a crazy living situation. But you know what? I need some excitement too. And it is it's it kind fun. Of, 
it makes it so it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. I'm just like off the walls. I'm going crazy. Sometimes it's just like, oh, like let's have a dance party. Let's yes, do this. Yes, we pull a Grey's Anatomy and dance it out. <laughs> <laughs> you and know? I feel like I feel like that makes that makes me feel more normal. Like I'm not going crazy. But, like, at the same time, I feel like it's nice just to have that, like, somebody that's kind of, like, I don't want to say on my level, but, like, treats me like I'm normal. Because sometimes people are, like, I don't want to say they get scared of me, but, like, I know, like, past relationships, they kind of been, like, oh, I'm walking on eggshells. I don't want to upset you more. I don't want to make things worse, where I feel like you're very much, like, here for it and just going to be yourself, but, like, let me be myself, too. So I definitely appreciate that. I feel a lot of that does go back, again, to a little bit of the stigma with mental health, which that movement... Uh, about mental health being okay and remove the stigma associated mm-hmm. with it. I'm really glad about that. But a lot of people, they don't really talk about those issues or what they need emotionally or they just haven't had those conversations and it really makes people hesitant because they just don't know. And so when you bring everything to light, it really helps you know, everyone cope. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, Have I had any, like, major depression episodes since you've moved in? I would not say a major depressive episode. I can't think of one. I think I have had periods of being down, but, you know, everyone's had periods of being down. I think I'm more down when you're not here. Like, when you have, like, three work nights in a row. Which is crazy. I understand. Yeah. Then that's when I'm like, but then I feel like those are the times where I'm really trying to study and I'm trying to do my homework. So I feel like that's a big reason why I'm (laughs) depressed. Okay, so background information. Jenna will do online quizzes here and there. And if she doesn't know the answer, I try to use my background knowledge of anatomy and physiology and, you know, topics like that that are important for her schooling. And I try to explain things and put things into perspective because sometimes it just really helps to have someone talk it out. Yeah, so she, um, she's she been really good. I'll do the online quizzes and then um, when I don't know something, she'll walk me through it. And I think that's probably been more helpful than my freaking classes and all of these study guides combined because somebody to like dumb stuff down for you is top notch. Um, I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say dumb it down. It's just putting words and, you know, medical jargon, essentially, yeah. into words that, you know, layman terms. It's yes. not dumbing it down. It's just breaking down the medical jargon. Yeah. And that's something that we were really stressed to um, do during patient education. And so mm. I kind of had a little bit of experience and practice doing that in the hospitals for clinicals, you know, before COVID and we could actually go in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but I was able, I had that previous background experience to kind of use my education skills. They're kind of not top notch. But <laughs> oh, they are, they are great. You rock these quizzes. I always tell her that I want her to take the Mblox for me, but she won't do it. Well, that's kind of illegal. I know. We'll be fine. Um, 
Moving forward, what is something that you are a little nervous about living with me, like a depression episode, since I haven't had like a major one, or like another bad manic episode? Well, first off, I'm not worried about that because I know it's going to happen. It's going to happen okay. eventually. Right. It's common and it's okay. I'm not scared about it. Okay. That's a good answer. You've got, you just have such good answers. I love this. You know what? I am team Jenna. I am here for it. I am here for your needs. I know you got my bag. I just really feel like this whole situation is really mutually beneficial. And I know I said that before earlier, but I truly believe that this was a good thing. What is one thing you're excited for living with me? I mean, it doesn't have to be like super like mental health related or anything, but I'll tell you mine. I'll go first. Okay, you go. First. I I'm excited to go on a vacation with you. Oh, it's definitely happening. As soon as COVID restrictions are lifted, we are out of here. I got money saved up. We are going on vacation. I'm working on. Oh, she already has her passport. We are out of here. I'm so ready, so excited for it. Whatever city we go to, we're going to take I am so excited. Up. I think that that'll be... I'll probably be, like, manic the whole trip <laughs> just because, like, I'll be so excited. But that that only makes it more fun, right? It definitely makes things more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, like... Never a dull moment, for sure. No, even just, like, like yesterday we were trying to go ice skating and the ice skating arena was shut down. That was so fun. So we well, decided to shut down the arena <laughs> So we decided to go bowling instead. So I love that you're like you you don't get like butthurt like oh well I wanted to go ice skating now what are we gonna do? I'm oh, not gonna was, lie, I was a little butthurt. Oh, I was super butthurt, <laughs> but it wasn't like oh I'm gonna let this ruin my day. I'm gonna go home and pout. Like some people I know would be like, well I wanted to do this. Well, so first off, uh, background information for you guys i had worked a 12-hour shift the night before and i came in and i was just like i'm not tired <laughs> so we were talking and trying to plan a, a date, date for her and then we were just like why don't you guys go ice skating she's like that's the most christmas thing ever <laughs> and so we were checking at the times and it was only open until noon and we both just went back and forth. I want to go ice skating. Do you want to go ice skating? And I'm just like, are you serious? Because if you're serious, I am like 93% serious. And she just kept saying, I am 108% serious. Let's go ice skating. And I'm just like, woo, I'm going to go get some cute clothes. We're we were dressed for ice skating and then we went bowling and we sweated like, or I, at least I sweated my ass off in the bowling alley. Well, we bundled up because we were supposed to be ice on a skating. sheet of ice and then it was absolutely gorgeous yesterday for being in november and so yeah i was definitely sweating we were definitely at the bowling alley it was like 11 o'clock in the morning and okay and again i worked the night before and i was just like i'm getting a drink like who bowls sober except for jenna <laughs> you know and it was just really fun. Don't worry, Jenna drove. <laughs> <laughs> and we lived like a mile away from the bowling alley, so it was fine. Um, so vacation is, is your answer to that question? I, okay, so I, hang on, I'm trying to figure out how to link this. So I am excited to see how excited you are for Christmas. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> we already have our Christmas tree up. I had kind of. I, I had to tell her that it was not okay to set up the Christmas tree the day after Halloween. 
<laughs> but I did it anyway. Halloween was over for like six hours. And she was like, I'm going to put the tree up. And I'm just like, no, you're not. Okay, in my defense, we did, I went, I started listening to Christmas music as I put the tree up. But then I switched it over just to like dance music. Thank so God. I, it's I, felt like that, music. I felt like that helped. Um, I am a Grinch. I do not particularly enjoy Christmas. I think the Christmas season lasts way too long, so it just kind of puts me in a mood. And then on top of that, like, all I see at work is the residents watching Hallmark Christmas movies. And so I'm, like, forced (laughs) to watch that for probably four months out of the year as I'm going into their rooms. But they're so good. No, they're not. (laughs) They're so corny and so bad. They are so corny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> They're so like, um, like non-realistic. But at any rate, so I'm a Grinch, but I'm happy when she's happy. Team Jenna, I'll suffer through Christmas gladly for her. <laughs> um, but I will say we do not have any of our ornaments on the Christmas tree. Just the lights. Just the lights. I had to put the lights on. Um, so we are both semi-single we're both talking to somebody but we're both like semi-single how do you think when we get into a relationship how this will change our living dynamic do you think it'll make it harder do you think it'll make it better do you think are you like nervous like to so she's talking to a healthcare professional too so how do you think he'll handle me I don't know. I haven't asked him. So we were video chatting yesterday, me and my potential (laughs) new boo. We were video chatting last night, probably for an hour and a half. Yes. And so Jenna came downstairs. I wanted to meet him. With her her new boo. And (laughs) like they totally crashed the date. And you know what? He handled it so So well. well. He did so great. And then... (laughs) He's like, I gotta pee, I gotta go. And he's I'm like, just, I got to go. He's, he's probably just sitting there like, all right, the three of them is too much. And, and my guy was like, he doesn't have to pee. He just wants to get <laughs> off the phone. <laughs> and so, you know what? That's okay. I'm excited. I thought, I think it's really important to me that, okay, backing up. So Jenna has really become part of my support system. And to a lesser extent, her new guy. I really enjoy spending time with the two of them. I don't feel like a third wheel. I think it's really important for all four of us to get along. And Mm -hmm. honestly, if they don't like him, there's a reason for it. And they know me. Yeah. So I really think... So far, I like him. I only met him for like five minutes, but he doesn't know it. We texted like three texts yesterday. It was beautiful. You guys messaged three texts yesterday? Remember? He oh, was that's like, right. He was like, how do you like your faces? Like clean shaven, <laughs> oh, five yeah. o'clock. He asked me how I preferred my men's facial hair, which was super <laughs> sweet because his mustache was kind of creepy. <laughs> I think he was trying to go for that no shave November thing, and, and I'm it so was glad working. that it had to it go. It wasn't working. It had to go. It wasn't working. <laughs> some, so, men, some men can pull that off, but I don't think he's one of them. Uh, no, no offense. He was. He he's was so cute, though. Yeah, he was adorable. So I, I liked how um, he treated you on the phone. I thought like he gave you eye contact. He let you. He let you and me speak, and then like he 
didn't get frustrated with us like talking over each other. He was just kind of like, okay, whatever. He was just rolling with it and he didn't interrupt me. He just had really good phone etiquette and our text conversations before that. They were really like in depth. He said, sorry for sending novels. And I'm just like, no, it's fine. I appreciate it. It gives me more to go off of. Yeah. So I think it's going well. We'll see. I think it's going well too. And I think that if you and him become a thing and I become a thing with my guy, I think that we will have a lot of fun, the four of us. Double dates all the all way. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. He said that you guys are really fun, though, so that's a great sign. Yeah. Either that or he lied and he's... Well, my guy was a little grouchy because he was a little tired, he but... Was, he was butthurt. He's always butthurt. That's just kind of part of his personality. He's the grouch. He's the fellow Grinch. He is. But he's... All three he's of us sweet. are Grinches except for Jenna, but, you know... Yeah! <laughs> I have enough Christmas spirit for everyone. She really does. I'm like little uh, Cindy Lou Who, and you guys are the three Grinches. I'll change your guys' mind. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'll be great. Um... Side note, I already got us um, onesies for our Christmas photos, so... Keep that in mind. I'll I'll post it on the Instagram. Okay, so wrapping up, what is one thing that you um, are worried or concerned about living with me, with my bipolar, if anything? What I am worried about is you needing me and me not being here. <gasps> that is so nice. That's so sweet. Um, I think my biggest fear is my medicine not working. And then we're going to be like stuck in a weird like. Because last time my medicine didn't work, I was depressed for months. And I like. I didn't want to do anything. I couldn't get out of bed. I was just like, go to work, go home, go to work, go home. And I don't, I don't want that to happen because we've had such a good run that I'm, I'm scared that I'm going to ruin what we have. I don't think it's necessarily going to ruin. It might change the dynamic for a while. But again, I have that medical and personal background information and experience to kind of know that that's a possibility and accept those changes as they come and accept how you change as you know that comes up i um i'm hoping to now that i i have my new psychiatrist and i've almost been seeing her for a year that as much as i hate going to see her every month but i feel like um if my medicine does stop working then like i know i'll be able to get in right away she'll be able to like mess with the medicine and we'll be able to get it fixed sooner than later because last time I had to go through a long time of seeing a doctor and then the doctor had to refer me to the psychiatrist and it was just like months that I was depressed because I couldn't get into the doctor right away so hopefully that won't happen um are there any closing notes you want to say I would say as Kind of a word of advice to anyone who is living with someone who has mental health issues or may potentially think about moving in with someone who has mental or behavioral health issues or concerns or any of that. I would just say to really try to take a step in their shoes, look at things from their perspective and how 
things fluctuate for them because that does kind of give you that empathy that I think is really important. And I would really stress having those difficult conversations and opening up about what your needs are, what you, what you want, like just being really open and honest communication, I believe is crucial for any relationship, romantic or not. Mm -hmm. I feel that gets lost when uh, people start talking about platonic relationships. I think that was really well said. Um, And I think if you do have some sort of mental illness and you're about to move in with somebody, be upfront and be honest with them so they know what they're getting into and then just tell them what, what you need. Just be like, this is... This is something I deal with. This is how I deal with it. And if I get like this, maybe you can do X, Y, and Z. Active listening is so important. So if you, someone were to open up and actually say those, you need to pay attention and you need to take note. Because it takes a lot for you to open up and mm-hmm. tell people exactly what you need and how you're feeling. It's 100%. a very vulnerable feeling and people need to respect that. Yeah. It's crucial for you to take that at face value not make fun of it be serious about it because if you're serious about them yeah 100 percent. 